What up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode of the Square Circle Podcast, I'm going to be going back in time, well, just last month, really, to really finish and complete the best of the Super Juniors for you. We left off at Block A, Night 1, so we're going to Block B, Night 1, which happened on... May 17th, 2022. So yes, I'm going to continue to talk about all night of Best of the Super Juniors because like I said in my New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion full review, I really want to get this completed. I really want to feel proud that I completed a tournament that I covered for New Japan Pro Wrestling, no matter how long that it takes me. Because again, it is only myself doing these podcast episodes, video episodes, Twitch, writing, everything, trying to get wrestler interviews booked on this show as well. So it is just me and myself producing all this content for you. This is why I sort of push heavily on getting a paid subscription so I can do this as a full-time gig and actually have some type of encouragement to do this from you guys. So if you want to, make sure that you are signed up at marieshadows.substack.com. And I'm running a summer sale, so make sure to also check out the goodies for the summer sale. So marieshadows.substack.com forward slash summer sale. If you believe that my content is worthy of your hard-earned money to help me continue to do everything that I want to do, including future projects such as opening up guest posts, opening up panel reviews for certain New Japan Pro Wrestling tournament shows and review shows then please by all means help me out by that way upgrade to a paid subscription over at marieshadows.substack.com forward slash summer sale your help means everything to me it means everything to the brand and it can definitely help improve any type of equipment any type of content anything it is the sky's the limit i love what i do and i love that you guys are here to listen to me and apologies for dropping all of this right in the beginning of this podcast episode. But I just wanted to let you guys know that that is an option for you guys to help continue the brand as I continue to do this by myself. I love each and every one of you guys that listen to this podcast episode, that share it, that give me feedback, that interact with me. You guys are amazing and I love you dearly. So, yeah, I really do want to continue and finish Best of the Super Juniors for you to give my thoughts. You can also read my written thoughts of what I have up already in the Wrestle Sheet section of the newsletter. So it'll just be marieshadows.substack.com forward slash features and everything will pop up underneath Wrestle Sheet. So without further ado, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling's Best of the Super Junior 29, Block B, that happened on May 17, 2022. Our first match is Doki versus El Lindemann. You have two wrestlers here that are very well adapted in the Lucha Libre style of wrestling. Both of them were trained down in Mexico in CMOL. So you would expect that this match would go pretty fast between these two guys. However, I do want to highlight that L. Lindemann did grapevine the leg of Doki so he could keep grounded. 
So that way Doki cannot suplex him. Doki was trying to suplex him, but Olindeman was smart enough to make sure that his center of gravity was low so that way nothing can happen. And it's the little things that happen in wrestling, the little details that I really do love to highlight. Olindeman comes in with an exploded suplex to Doki. There's a lot of quick moves, a lot of quick counters between these guys, like I had mentioned earlier, because of their Lucha Libre style. But, however... Doki manages to do suplex de la luna to El Lindemann and manages to pick up the win for his first two points on the board of Best of the Super Juniors. Our next match is El Fantasmo versus Bushi. These guys are no strangers to each other. El Fantasmo is always battling one member of LIJ or another Bushi comes in and kicks the top rope so that way El Fantasmo can stop his sports entertainment bullshit. Yeah, that's what I called it. So El Fantasmo loves to show off a lot, loves to do a lot of goofy things inside of a wrestling ring. So that means like back rakes and walking the rope, uh, similar to The Undertaker. And so El Fantasmo always does this. But this time around, Bushi got upset by it. So he just decided to kick the rope and I was happy about that. Bushi does miss his finisher, where El Fantasmo capitalizes on that and does sudden death, which is a super kick without the loaded boots, and then does the CR2 to Bushi, managing to pick up the win and get two points for himself at best of the Super Juniors. Our next match is Wheeler Yuta versus Robbie Eagles. If you follow my articles, you will know that. I wasn't impressed with Wheeler Yuta throughout the whole entire Best of the Super Juniors event. I was impressed when he fought El Desperado. And eventually I'll get to see in full when he fought TJP. But generally, I was not impressed. I was more impressed when he was desperate Yuta rather than the straight out of babyface wrestling school Yuta. Because every match had the same opening sequence of moves. The same technical wrestling into the headlock, into the wrist lock, into the takedown, into grounding his opponent. And then we finally get a little bit of high flying action and some counters. And then we just take it home from there. There was nothing spectacular about Willie Yuta during this whole entire Best of the Super Juniors. I was more inclined to watch the journeys evolved with Ace Austin and Alex Zane. That's the problem that AEW has when they try to tell you that their young stars are stars and they're still getting started, meaning Wheeler Yuta. I do have an article up on marieshadows.substack.com that basically says that Tony Khan should have never said a star is born. Just because he fights John Moxie, bleeds a lot, and then it's like, that is your rite of passage, sir. You are one of us. You are part of the Blackpool Combat Club because you bled. Why is that an initiation to get into the club? That shouldn't be, a, that shouldn't be an initiation to get into the club. The skill, the technical prowess, the psychology of wrestling a veteran and outsmarting the veteran almost maybe 
the right way to bring someone into the club rather than cutting yourself and having you bleed. And sometimes bleeding does enhance the story if done right. But as we've seen, John Moxley likes to bleed a lot. And then whoever's in the ring with him wants them to bleed as well. And it's like, it's not always a good thing. So anyway, having Wheelie Yuta here at Best of the Super Juniors really did expose how young in the business he is, even though he has a good amount of years under his belt. And it just really wasn't clicking. It didn't look right. He tried. But it was more of the let me go the safe route wrestler babyface try than trying to do something different or learning or just pull out things that you weren't going to see right in the beginning of each and every match. So again, he's wrestling Robbie Eagles in match three. They have a lot of technical wrestling going on. Wheelie Yuta goes for that bow and arrow onto Robbie Eagles and we see that move a lot. In Best of the Super Juniors, I have no problem with wrestlers basically doing other wrestlers' moves, especially that Wheeler Yuta is in Blackpool Combat Club and he's being trained by Danielson and Moxley. But don't like always take the stuff that they teach you and try to use it into your maneuver set. Like, just take some of it, modify it. And then make it your own so that way we know that these new moves that you come up with, these modified moves that you come up with, are basically who Wheelie Yuta is. I do have an article up on my Substack that basically asks us the question, what's in a name? What does Wheelie Yuta actually mean? Because what sets him apart? Absolutely nothing at this point. So I was hoping that Best of the Super Juniors... 29 can definitely set him apart from everyone else in AEW and really showcase why he is the Ring of Honor pure champion. The only move I don't have a problem with Wheeler Yuta doing is the cat of mutilation because I missed that move. But again, like I said, we see the bow and arrow many times in his matches throughout Best of the Super Juniors. Yuta manages to do a textbook body slam and then follow it up with a senton. Onto Robbie Eagles. Robbie Eagles kicks out. Robbie Eagles comes in with some kicks to Wheelie Yuta, an elbow to the back of the head, knees. Basically, Robbie is getting in some offense at this point. As you're listening to this, you might think that I have all criticisms, but I will say that this is the little tiny thing that I liked in this match is that Wheelie Yuta was scouting the leg sweep from Robbie Eagle and managed to counter that. Again, the little attention to details is everything. At this point, Robbie Eagles is working the leg of Wheelie Yuta and then misses a 450 splash. Wheelie Yuta comes in with a forearm and then Robbie comes in with a kick. Both are down on the mat. We do get a roll up with a bridge pin combination to Wheelie Yuta from Robbie Eagles which allows Robbie Eagles to pick up the victory and get two points for Best of the Super Juniors. Our next match is TJP representing the United Empire, taking on Master Wado, representing one half of his tag team, six or nine, and is one half of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions with Taguchi. 
this was a very fun match. I did not expect TJP to quickly come out the gate and do a drop kick, which sends Masawato to the outside, and TJ follows with flying over the top rope into a crossbody onto Masawato. It felt like Masawato either owed TJP money or TJP is just trying to teach him a lesson and make him realize that there are new people in Best of the Super Juniors and new people coming for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. TJP was definitely controlling the pace of this match, slowing Masawato down. Both TJP and Masawato are expert wrestlers. Masawato has definitely improved and Masawato has a lot of speed. So does TJP. TJP can definitely turn that speed on, put that speed in medium and definitely turn off that speed. If he knows that his opponents are as fast as him, and if he has control, he's definitely going to control the pace of the match. He's going to dictate what the wrestler should do based on everything that he does towards them. In this instance, he's controlling Masawato's arm. That's very important in professional wrestling to work on a body part. CJP does get aggressive in this match, and Masawato holds his own against CJP, which is very nice to see. However, later on in the match, we get the Mamba Splash followed up with an STF to add insult to injury to Master Wado. Master Wado does try desperately to get to the bottom rope to cause a rope break. However, the pain is too much for Master Wado and Master Wado taps out. And this gives TJP his first two points for Best of the Super Juniors. And our final match for Block B Night 1 May 17th, 2022 is El Desperado versus Teton. This was an automatic Lucha style match. Teton is representing CMLL over in Mexico. El Desperado is obviously representing Suzuki-gun and New Japan Pro Wrestling. We do get a chop exchange between both of these men. And at one point, El Desperado tries ripping off the mask of Teton which you're not supposed to do. Despi does his moonsault to Teton, and then we get a Mexican-style figure-four leg lock on Desperado by Teton. Desperado desperately crawls to the bottom rope to cause a rope break. They continue to fight until El Desperado manages to get Teton into the pinche loco, flips him over, covers him, one, two, three. Teton does not kick out. And our winner for the main event is El Desperado. And that gives him his first two points of Best of the Super Juniors Block B. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you enjoy that mini little review of Block B Night 1 for Block B on May 17, 2022. I will be finishing up, like I said, all the rest of the best of the Super Juniors. And you get to hear my thoughts, breakdown of the matches, and just to hear it and have fun with it. I highly appreciate everyone that checks out my podcast, Square Circle Podcast. I highly appreciate everyone that checks out the newsletter, Square Circle Info at Substack. I definitely appreciate everyone that takes the time to share, like, comment, interact with me, all that good stuff. I see you guys. I see everything, basically. 
And I appreciate each and every one of you guys. I really, really do. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give it a like, give it a review, tell your friends about it. And as always, you can find me on social media at Marie underscore shadows over on Twitter. You could definitely sign up at marieshadows.substack.com to get all of these podcast episodes and more wrestling content coming to you in the future directly to your inbox every single day at 10 a.m make sure to follow the twitch channel because you never know when i might be streaming some wrestling talking some wrestling doing some watch alongs so head over to twitch.tv forward slash marie underscore shadows if you want the audio version on this delivered to your favorite podcasting platform all you have to do is just go to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to an episode of the square circle podcast where I review block B of best of the super juniors. This is the square circle podcast. I am your host, Marie shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>